Good morning, everybody. I guess this is this is the first episode because we already recorded one and then uh, it didn't work, or my audio didn't work. This is like, yeah, this is like when um, we were going to call the the first episode Genesis or or baptism or something like that. And it's reminding me a lot of what my little sister had stomach problems. And so she had to get baptized in the hospital because we weren't she was sure she was going to make it. And then we had to do a makeup baptism, and we all knew it was a facade. Wait, what? She had a tummy ache, so cool. she went to the hospital yeah. and then had to get baptized there. Well, her uh, it wasn't just a tummy ache. Her her intestines were like all tangled up. It was a whole shit show. She had like a tube in her nose. I remember watching her pull it out one day and being like, "Oh, mom." <laughs> How? Uh... She was about. Aren't your intestines already old, pretty like two years old? This way and that. No, they're they're really? in there pretty neatly. Yeah, there's a lot of them. It's like folding up a ripcord on a parachute yeah. or something. I'm sure. Yeah. We are but evolutionary anyways, feats. What we should I we should explain. In, yeah. So. Uh, um, we're calling our fans. We have to explain again. We're calling the fans of the podcast, brothers in Christ. And, so, and sisters, well, yeah. Well, yeah. There, no women are going to listen to this no. ever. I sure, I sure my hope girl, not. My girlfriend would, might. I don't support that. Well, your girlfriend should know. I don't support women <laughs> listening to the podcast. Should go do something more yeah. wholesome, like read a book yeah. or teach kindergarten yeah. or become a nurse or be president. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that for sure uh, that'll go great i'm just kidding guys i'm actually i have three yeah, little sisters i, I love, love women, women too they're I, awesome um, you got uh you got in a fight oh yeah. that's where we're gonna go with this there was so many ways you could have transitioned from women we got went in a fight wow that's right this oh, fight was okay. about women All right. this was i had a, i ended up defending well, the, the honor scene. of set, some set women. up the story uh, i didn't well, okay, so I ended up uh here here's should I give it from how it went down from start to finish or should I go from what I saw? Mm, let's let's get an objective view like we're God. Okay, objective view is uh it's the Saturday after my birthday. Uh our friend Obama didn't want to make a big deal about it being her birthday on Monday, so she was like, "Brady, let's have a joint brunch on Saturday in St. Pete for uh, for for our birthdays." And I was like, "Absolutely, this sounds like it's a great idea." Day drinking, always a good idea. We're about to do it again. Gasparilla, shout out Tampa Life, mm -hmm. massive right now. Anyways, <laughs> so right into St. Pete, and uh, my brother, my brother foreshadowed the whole event. We get right in the Uber, and my brother, the first thing he says is, um. The first thing he says is he, he taps the Uber driver on the shoulder and he looks back and he goes, today's going to be a movie. 
He said that to the Uber driver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my brother and the Uber driver was like, a, "What does that mean, dude?" My was he a white guy? <laughs> my boss is calling me. Not oh. my not my current boss. My old boss. I'm not gonna answer that right now. I'll talk to I'll talk to him yeah, later. Yeah. Um, but um, so we get to St. Pete. Things are going good. Have a great brunch, and we decide, you know, obviously we're gonna keep the fucking party going. So we we go to uh we go next door to to the next bar on the bar hop. And we get in there, and, and like any good day, you know, we're playing some cornhole. We're mingling with other groups. We're just being boys and, and girls. We had girls in the group, too. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Massive group. We were sliding through. Awesome time. Of course, though, every every day that starts with drinking has plenty of bathroom breaks throughout. So I guess my brother and my roommate took a bathroom break, and they went to the bathroom. As they came out of the bathroom, they witnessed uh, someone from one of the other parties uh, was groping women at the bar, Ooh. grabbing some tush, like ZZ Top style. No. no, we didn't like that. Well, they didn't like it. We were. I, I can only <laughs> they, imagine at yeah. first they didn't like it. You guys I can only like, imagine right. at first they. I can imagine at first, like for a split second, they might have been like, "Oh," but like probably not. Yeah, no, no. no. Once they saw upset the girls got, and they went to the bartender they were complaining. So, um, no, disgusting. my roommate decided to to approach the gentleman or the uh, not so gentleman. Who uh, was was grabbing tush? Yeah, was grabbing some yeah. some Heine, yeah. and uh, he was like, "Hey, if you do that again, you know, I might have to join you. I'll fucking kill you. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I might put my fingers up your butt aggressively." And um, that was probably like fine, but it's it's my brother. He's an instigator. I'm sure uh, he would deny this, but this is what I heard. I heard that it decided, you know, to tell him to calm down and did one of uh, the famous finger to the chest oh. jones finger to the chest things we do yeah. and um that kind of set the you kid off so i guess the him. kid you know yeah the, the kid came back through and uh he knew he had one chance and he took it he uh sucker punched my my roommate got him right right in the eye he was wearing glasses so it cut under his eye gave him a nice nasty black oh. eye and then my brother started swinging up zoom out that was actually a really good i just noise. got finished <laughs> yeah, I just got finished with like the greatest game of cornhole of my life. I lost by five points, but I got to talk to a pretty girl for 15 minutes. Yeah. It was awesome. Um, now, someone had just bought shots for the table. They're delivering them. I'm getting all set up. It's my birthday. I'm like, you know, about 10 mimosas in and, and, and a beer. And now I've got shots right in front of me. Uh, and I just hear like, I hear the thud of the hit. And then I just hear some rustling commotion. Is it, this is the slow-mo of the adrenaline just starting to go. And I just, eyes just slowly creep up. And I see my roommate with a bloody face. And I see my brother throwing hands. So Ooh. instinct kicks in. Jacket comes off. I'm wearing this, uh, underneath my jacket, clipped to my shirt, I'm wearing this uh, this pin that says birthday queen. So this must have been a very embarrassing moment for this kid. Uh, I come I come in. What kind of jacket was and then, it? I was uh, just a black uh, Banana Republic, <laughs> modern day. something that a douchebag in New York. Did you have wear. to zip it? Did you um, have to unzip it? No, it wasn't oh. zipped. I was wearing a hoodie underneath. Change. No, dude, it was like Superman, dude. Just zoop, and then okay, and then another zoop moment. We go back to Jake's perspective. So my brother, this is what he sees. He's like, he sees a large man approaching the conflict, and and he's worried. Now he's holding his own at this point, but this is his split second assessment. Two seconds is one second of, oh shit, that's a big dude. I hope he's one of ours. The next second was, oh shit, that's my brother. I'm about to get punched in the face. Uh, that's years of PTSD from us us fighting growing up. <laughs> 
But um, you thought what ended you, up ha- his, your brother thought that you were gonna join the stranger and beat the shit out of him. Yeah, and just beat the <laughs> shit out of him. Yeah, that's that is uh basically sums up my relationship with my brother. We love each other very much. Don't get me wrong, but like yeah, we're very we're we're opportunistic. Yeah. <laughs> You're little bros. Uh, yeah. Zoop back to me and. I'm like kind of like I'm not like fast charging in. I'm kind of walking up fast, loading up a punch, and um, I I did something that not a lot of people do in a fight. Something very smart that a lot of people kind of forget did about. You pull your pants uh, down, and that is, <laughs> yeah. I started helicoptering. Everyone was like, "Whoa!" Have you seen the like World Star videos of people who don't want to fight? Yeah, where they're like, "Yo, what's and up?" And they just get yeah, naked, like, take their pants off. <laughs> yeah, dude, honestly, that guy should have done that. I've been like, "Oh, whoa!" Yeah, you can't fight him. Um, yeah, so I come, I come charging in. You know about you know slow motion, and, and uh, my first thought is like, not even to hit him in the head. I'm so accustomed to not hitting in the head because I only ever fought my brother, and I would never hit him in the head on purpose because I didn't want to give him any, you know, permanent damage. So I did some body shots, two shots right to the rib cage and like maybe right below it really hard. So like right above the kidneys probably hurt like a bitch. Cause he hunched over when he hunched over, opened up a beautiful uppercut. Uh, my roommate said he just heard a pop blood went splattering. I think I busted his lip either me or my brother did in that moment or around that moment because my hoodie had some, some blood on it. And, uh, damn, and then, uh, and then I got tackled basically, and they knocked over one of the girls in our party. So that's when I was like, okay, I'm, I'm done. And, um, just kind of ended after that. And we all kind of got ourselves together, took our shot. They kicked that kid out of the bar. And then this was the weirdest part of the whole thing was the aftermath. Usually they're like, oh, have you got to get out of here? No, bartenders came out and they're like, we saw the whole thing on camera. Thank you guys so much. Blah, blah, yeah, blah. Dude. The girls from this guy. Yeah, the girls from uh, this guy's group that like started the whole thing, that sucker punch on our roommate, they, they came out and bought us beers. So we took our shots, we got free beer from them, and then the girls that were apparently like on a, a bachelorette party offered to buy us a party bus. They wanted to follow us around the rest of the day. Whoa. Uh, everyone in our group that was like all wifed up, except for like me and my roommate. So so they were like, oh, no, thank you, though. Like, whatever, y'all have a good day. And me and, me and Mike were like, oh, hold, hold on a sec. <laughs> wait, 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 wait a second. Maybe we should hear them out. Yeah. Uh, I didn't go anywhere. But, yeah, that was uh, – Damn, dude, you're a hero. That was my fight. No, not at all. I just I just saw some action. I went for it. I don't oh, think I'm a hero because I had wow. no idea what we were Classic fighting. Well, no, I'm not doing Sully, that. I'm not, being, I'm not being – I'm not doing a Captain Sully. <laughs> uh, to be honest, I was out for carnage, dude. I had no idea that it was an honorable cause at all. It could have been us. It could have totally been us that started no, it, and I would have still just rushed in there. Not at all, dude. I, I just it worked out good. It was like that scene from The Boys. That's a meme now. I've never seen The Boys, but I know that one scene where I, apparently he does something terrible, and he's like, "All right," <laughs> everyone starts cheering for him. Yeah, yeah. No one ever, uh, no one ever says yes. I am a hero to that question in the post interview, like Captain Captain Sully Solenberger and shit. Yeah. Where they I bet you Mike would. I bet you Mike would be like, Yeah, I am a hero. That'd be crazy. My roommate? Yeah, I did that. I would take I would take ownership of it. If I knew the whole story, all I could take ownership of is like I'm a ride or die homie. Damn. I mean, if there's two people that you could have you probably could have gotten away with starting a fight with either one and of them individually, of but women. if there's two people there you couldn't hit, I guess so now. Yeah. So women are welcome on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Hold up, let me take my dog out real quick. Quick break. Sorry, she's like whining. This is crazy. Where are you? Oh, you are I'm home. A, I'm at my house. I thought you were in Baltimore. Right back. No, I'm, I 
came back. I stopped, but uh, there's gonna be some finger tapping. And out. we're back, back, ladies and gentlemen. I tried back to sink that the dog out. Back, just like um, Tyler went back to work. Uh, yeah, I went to Baltimore, but it's not. It wasn't very exciting. Um, honestly, it was kind of shitty. I didn't even go to the town. Um, the town is in. I didn't even really go to Baltimore. I stayed outside of it by like the Ravens practice facility and I worked in a hospital and I didn't do anything to be honest I sat in a room for 12 hours straight I don't even want to talk about it really damn um, that was the only thing I wanted to hear from you I guess this is up uh we can yeah. wrap this up good work I did uh. no but I did <laughs> want to say uh I've been applying to new jobs and I've just been thinking about like how how bullshit the like just job interview processes in general it's so bad it is terrible like, dude i agree so bad you have to it's like a different thing you're preparing for entirely you're just preparing yeah. to say the right thing instead Every of like time. doing the job and you're just straight up lying to these people's faces like you're like they go <laughs> where do you see yourself in five years and you don't go you don't say like you know with Turks and Caicos. Of, yeah, <laughs> you don't say that. No, you Ethiopia say, oh, helping actually, children. <laughs> even if you're interviewing like at Arby's and they're like, where do you see yourself in five years? You have to say, I'm going to be a manager of an Arby's. You know what I mean? So like anytime yeah. they ask you that, you have to say, I'm going to be here, of course. I'm going to be the best thing possible I could be here. At this yeah. at this company in five years, dude, it's it's such a joke. I I mean, my last interview was so whack. I, I I got through like the first round, and they knew I was I I was currently in a job, and so they set up my second one for like right when I got off work one day, gave me like an hour to get ready. I was game. I was ready. I got in there. I did the interview. I thought I killed it. Thought I murdered it. And their their feedback, like my whole time, I was selling myself on how good of a salesman I am because that is like the one skill I've learned in my current job is how to sell. Uh, I don't. It, this this job was for some some software sales thing. So that's why I was like, yeah, I'm a salesman. I, I've learned how to sell, you know, 400 different products under one company in the past mm -hmm. year. And I could, you know, uh, it was a subject I knew nothing about. I don't know anything about power tools until the past year. And now mm -hmm. I, I could tell you why you need each one and why you should buy mine. But um, so that's what I was like, kind of selling myself on is I'm a quick learner and a good salesman. You know, if, if it's a product I believe in, and I did some research and I told them a little bit about you know, their, their product and why I believe in whatever. And their feedback was, we just want someone who's got more of a tech background. Damn. Right. Tool tools are technology, bitch. Yeah. That right. Was the first technology. I, right. <laughs> I, I mean, I just don't know what they're looking for. They want a bunch of like it degrees to get into sales. Is that what they're trying to do? Yeah. I don't know, man. I studied money. That's usually how it always goes is people just, they go with the other candidate who like has already worked something similar. How messed up is it though that like if if you were telling the truth that like you envision yourself at the company for five years like imagine some guy actually like sat around and daydreamed about being at the company for five years and like where <laughs> the company's like it's like they ask no. that question you just go a full blank stare like five <laughs> years you're flying cars well i would drive to work in my uh <laughs> 
and my uh, hovering Tesla would drive itself. Actually, I'd be jerking off the whole way. Um, and then by the time I, I pull up to work, I would uh, flick my uh, brand new e-cig that is uh, also at the same time a cancer treatment in your face <laughs> because you work for me now. And I would inject my caffeine into my veins. <laughs> yeah. As I as I step up to uh, take my. 200,000 booster <laughs> shot. <laughs> Dude, that actually reminds me. I was also thinking like, so I did an interview that they said was going to be like 30 minutes, but it ended up being two hours because I was so, I was just so interesting that they wanted to keep talking. But That's I was thinking, cute. I yeah, get I'm like the, the shit. <laughs> I get these intrusive thoughts where I have to try to not laugh. Cause I was sitting there like towards the end and I was like, what if I just detonated this whole thing right now and just went off the rails? <laughs> like, the, like after two hours of just being completely like personable and professional and they're like, what's your biggest weakness? And I'm just like, I cannot get my dick hard for the life of me. <laughs> Bro. Oh my God. I had a moment. I had a moment where my intrusive thoughts won this week. <laughs> Dude, was this it? was so funny. When I was on a, I was on a date, this girl, and uh, we were being flirtatious or whatever. And we had this moment, like another night we were out where um, she was like, she didn't want to kiss in public. It was too much or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, she didn't want to make a scene was the word she used for it. So I kept making, jabbing at her about making a scene, making a scene, right? And uh, one moment we're sitting at this art gallery and she turns to me and she's like, and we were kind of like talking about it again. And, and she's like, I wouldn't mind making a scene right now. And uh, it went right over my head. And in instead of kissing her, I went, <laughs> I literally do. No lie. I went. <laughs> she, she almost fell to the ground laughing. Like that is, <laughs> was the intent. Oh, she liked like, it. Then the moment I caught on, I was like, oh, fuck, I blew it. She was like, yeah, you did. I was like, ah. <laughs> Cause a scene. You just start throwing like a child. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I was in an art museum. I was in an art museum. It's quiet. And I just went, blah, 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 blah. Or you just started throwing like a child tantrum. <laughs> Rolling on the floor. Grown man slapping his 40-pound arms on the ground. You know, I can't even make that splat noise that would be. Bro, I was thinking it'd be kind of sick to be a fucking homeless person and you could just do whatever you want and you just go crazy. They're probably not all crazy. They're just entertaining themselves, you know? Mm well after a certain age you can kind of do whatever you want anyway i think uh i think i decided i'm gonna go senile at 62 even if i'm fully mentally there i'm gonna start robbing convenience stores and stuff not like at gunpoint just like you know picking up just a carton like, of milk and walking money. out yeah, yeah just grabbing a, no i just like grabbing a carton of milk and walking out kind of thing and oh, okay. making a scene and if, if they question i'll just be like where am i and i'll just feel I thought so you bad you would rock i thought you meant you would rob a convenience store like you'd ask for the money without a weapon no i would, I would take milk from the same one every day and resell it right outside their front door could, could you get arrested by by robbing a convenience store without a weapon and just saying give me the money but Probably. you don't get you don't get violent what happened to your wrist though you have a wrist brace on uh so rib cages are very hard throw back oh, to the fight punch. story Holy shit. yeah kind of settled in the next few days and i was like i can't do shit with this thing ow yeah Is we that got back right from hand? that weekend we were yeah yeah it's my dominant hand we were down bad i got back from the weekend my one roommate sick with covid my other roommate had a black eye and i broke my wrist the boys were down bad down atrocious <laughs> damn so have you been rocking the lefty on your uh you know 
Well, I always rock the lefty on my, you know. <laughs> All right. Uh, really? It's just been a thing I've always done. Yeah, I, I yeah. honestly can't explain it other than when when I had an iPod Touch, I I was you know my right hand is dominant. It's a lot easier to skip around a video with your dominant. Yeah. <laughs> we had a we had basketball summer camp. We in weren't high talking school. about masturbating, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Go ahead. But back to basketball. Talk, we, okay, uh, we're talking about masturbating at basketball camp. Go ahead. Uh, no, not masturbating <laughs> at basketball camp, but our coach during like summer camp would be like you know, start like doing little tasks with your left hand. So you'll get like more ambidextrous and you can use, you'll just have more left hand skill. So he's like listing examples. And I was like, I know what I'm going to do with my left hand. <laughs> you know, was it life changing? Um, no, actually, you know, to be honest, I don't, to be honest, I don't really switch hands for like, years and years i'd never like switched hands like because it just never occurred to me right because i just had yeah you know but then i did it kind of like a year ago and i was like whoa this feels completely new you know yeah yeah i, I like to I, I did that a few times i, I liked calling it becoming ambisextrous <laughs> ambisextrous very <laughs> nice <laughs> i made that joke a lot uh, in high school it was a hit when was the first time you knew you figured out the ma masturbation? Dude, weird. This is weird. But um, <laughs> it had this really soft green blanket. <laughs> yeah. It just felt one day it just brushed up against me the right way. And I was like, wow, I felt cool. So I you were like, kept... wait a second, I might have to hump this. Yeah, basically it did. <laughs> but it was really weird because at the time I didn't know what I was doing. I was just like, whoa. And I shared a room with my brother. Oh, so you didn't even know about it, and then you tried it. Yeah, but, like, my brother and I shared a room. So, like, it was going on mm. with him in the room. No, and oh. I had no idea what was, what was happening. Damn, you cucked him. Was that yeah. his green, green blanket? No, I'm sure he was doing the same thing. No, he had a blue one, <laughs> the same kind. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude. Very nice. Weird, weird-ass time in our lives. <laughs> I remember someone told me about it, I think, in sixth grade. And they were like, you know, if you rub your penis long enough, white stuff will come out. And I was like, yeah, right, dude. I'm not an idiot. I was like, there's no way. Went home and tried it. Parents left. I was just sitting on the living room couch. <laughs> Whoa. Mind-blowing uh, moment. Dude, I literally started freaking out. I thought someone was broken. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? Yeah, they should warn you about that, dude. The The downside of, of that era of my life was uh, I was a good kid at a Catholic mm. school, and I didn't want to go to hell, and I knew it was wrong. Mm. And so, uh, of course, dude, like 13-year-old me would have to tell, dude, these priests, you know, mm. these priests that knew me that I was doing that, dude. And most of them just, like, brushed over it, like, whatever. Like, obviously, they knew. Like, every dude was saying that. And then it became, yeah. like, the talk in school and middle school. Be like, dude, did you tell the priest? Did you tell me you'd do it, dude? Yeah. And I'd be like, yeah, dude. Of course, dude. I love Jesus more than I love fucking coming. <laughs> you know what, dude? Every time I'm coming, I'm thinking of the second coming, and that's why I go to confession right after every time. It was all cool. <laughs> it was all <laughs> It was all cool until I had this one priest, a younger priest. The older priests were cool, this younger priest, dude. And it was in the kind of confessional that you want to have, too, the one where you can't even see each other. Yeah. And he told me that, like, he told me that masturbating was going to turn me into a rapist. He told this to a 13-year-old boy. Yeah. Man, which 
no judgment of my character just based off of you touch your penis like everyone else rapist (laughs) (laughs) you're doing something completely natural right now what the fuck is wrong with you (laughs) detrimental dude's terrified i didn't think about it before but (laughs) since i went to an all-boys catholic high school every day these priests just heard like i've been masturbating yeah, all the time for ye- for every for years, day for, for years, always. dude. They probably the craziest still do. thing. I don't know why I did this, dude. I'm a psychopath. I'm not even Catholic, but I went into the confession, and I had the option to do it anonymously, and I went face to face. That's ballsy, dude. That and was dude, the best I don't moment. Even, but I don't even get absolved because I'm not Catholic, ones. and in, in theory, I'm not Catholic. So I just straight up. Just told this guy that I jerk off and then I just left. <laughs> so just just objectively, you walked into a dark room with a grown man and went, I masturbate. <laughs> and, and he was like, right, well, and got out of there. Yeah, he's like, well, if you ever think about joining Catholicism, uh, all right, but you're fine. We can do something now. about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you're going to hell. <laughs> oh, disgusting. Went home, had dinner with the other priest that night. Like, poor bastard, dude. He's <laughs> he's doing the thing, but he's got no way out. Oh, I, oh yeah. Don't get me wrong. Everyone else is doing it, but they eat the bread. But yeah. <laughs> but he's not eating that. He's not eating that body. He's not doing the cannibalism part, dude. I love my Catholic faith. Do not take me out of context, dude. I fucking love it. I just think some of the things we do are kind of funny. Damn. Yeah, dude. Oh, one of the most valiant things ever that you would notice is like. Uh... Like you know how you're not supposed to take the the Eucharist if you sinned yeah. or Yeah, if like you're in mortal sin or confessed or whatever. Yeah. yeah. You would notice people wouldn't take the body even when you knew they were. Oh Catholic. dude, I do that all the time. And you'd be like, Oh, what a fucking G. Dude, it became like, like this whole thing, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about, because in college, dude, it felt like I did feel like this like this like hero, like like I was coming back to the hometown in front of like all these people who watched me grow up, and then all of a sudden their baby boy is not taking communion anymore because he's in, <laughs> he's in sin, he's in sin, Bad he's out boy. on the front, he's out on the front lines right now, dude. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're in, literally yeah, you're in Sin City, you're in Tallahassee. Yeah, dude. oh man, that fucking place, <laughs> what a place, what a dream. <laughs> Dude, I lasted about two weeks there before I fucked up the whole entire trajectory of my life. Yeah, dude. <laughs> my first semester, I, oh my god, um, I was like drinking Fireball and going to, going to math class. Yeah, dude. What were we doing? I remember we would have these hands don't haze, but we would have pledges, dude. I have pledges like not even in my classes. I would tell tell them, hey, I got you know college algebra at two p.m. We got we got a uh. First of all, I was pre-gaming the pre-game in class by having them bring me white claws to class. I'd be like, "Hey, I know we got we got a pre-game, we got a pre-game for for uh, what was the one? Pop Ellie's tonight. We're gonna take a bus, and that starts at four. But I got class at two. I don't get out till three thirty. So you're gonna bring me a white claw while I'm in class. <laughs> and then I always have this baller moment when I would get back to the house where like I knew I was like the man. Or I thought I was, dude. And like everyone was already partying out of class, a bunch of like freshmen and stuff. And I was like sophomore, junior, and I was still in like the clothes I wore to class. So like everyone else was dressed up, ready to go out. And I'm like in gym shorts and a t shirt with my backpack on. I just walk past everyone, don't say hi, go straight to the bar, always got a whiskey coke. Then I would take it with me and take my shower, get ready, and then come back out. 
Hell yeah. But I just felt like such a baller because I walk in and I'd be like, Brady, yo, yeah, Brady's back. <laughs> it was stupid. It was kind of it was kind of fun. <laughs> it was kind of fun for a little bit. Dude, you know, speaking speaking of fraternities and throwing back to your interview thing, I, I rushed a different fraternity before the one we ended up in. And uh, I did completely blow that interview. Oh, like I, sab- I self sabotaged it on purpose, you dude. Brought back mad, on purpose. bad memories. No, it wasn't bad, dude. It was like on purpose. Like I was killing it. I was killing the whole process. And like they're about to take me upstairs for like the final interview. And I'm like sitting there waiting in line. And it was like a secondary interview kind of thing with like one of the juniors in, in the Kappa Alpha Order at Florida State. And he said, What difference can you make at this fraternity? He asked that. And I stopped, dude. I froze. And I was like, actually, I would just be another guy here. I don't think I would make any difference. And I walked away, walked out the door. Holy cow. And I walked next door to Sigma Pi. And I, I had gotten a, a summer bid at that point. So I, I walked in and accepted my bid on the spot. When I walked in the house, I was like, I'm, I could make a difference here. Wait, what was that fraternity that you rushed? KA. Oh, you walked out of KA? I walked out of KA, yeah. Damn. damn and I joined the animal house because I was like, because the dude made a fair point. I was like, what, do I just want to sit here? And, and and you know what? He honestly probably would have respected me like, nah, I just want to fucking party with the boys. But, um, <laughs> and honestly, that probably would have been a better decision because my political career at Sigma Pi was a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> I upset the wrong people, dude. I took a stand against, uh, I took a stand against big, big Sigma Pi, dude. <laughs> dude, I, uh. Against the underbelly. You just brought back a traumatizing memory of um, rushing Delt. Um, oh God! At FSU, I didn't even really want to go to Delt. I just wanted to do. I just wanted to rush for like just to know what it was like, because my um, two of my friends wanted to rush Delt, and so I just went with them. Um, but I was doing it just to see how far I would get along. I'm not going to act like I wouldn't consider it if I would have got it, but there's no way I'm not the type of caliber person they're looking for. Yeah. Delt was a different beast there, bro. The, the first, um, the first phase was just like, tell them kind of just like talk to the dudes outside and like, um, just like tell them a story or something like entertain them basically. And I just went yeah, with the easy story of like standard telling them that I like broke into Dan Bilzerian's childhood home and stole his trophy. Oh, I forgot about that. So I, have Dan, awesome. I have a Dan Bilzerian trophy and all the bros were like, what? That's crazy. dude. That's like my idol. And then uh, <laughs> that should have been your first red flag. So they automatically moved me on and I failed so bad in the next room where they stick you in this tiny closet and there's eight dudes in like suits and sunglasses. And then they just, put you seated like knees to knees with the hottest girl you've ever seen in your life. And they're basically just like, pick her up. Like she's at the bar right now. Dude. That's I, brutal. Just, I just sat, I just sat there silently. I was just like, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I can do this. I don't want to do this. Yeah, I've been like, yeah, so usually weird. girls pick me up, dude. Now I snapped my dip can. No, I don't. No, I wouldn't have done that, dude. I was a fat fuck at that point. <laughs> I would have been yeah. like, uh, hi. I mean, I'm proud that I didn't like start breaking down and crying, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> that would have been that would have been terrible. But um, I I never I, I don't know I was never one to spit game 
at the bar. Um, Dude, you're also at that point, you're like 18, 19 years like, old, and you haven't, you've only been at bars for like a couple weeks, like a yeah. couple months. <laughs> but I would only, I don't know, I would just like, I mean, I would talk to girls, but I wouldn't like try to, my objective was never to like pick them up. How Honestly, funny my, would, it have, it, would it have been if you just like literally picked her up, like ran out the door. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna get you away from all this. Yeah, they would have beat the <laughs> fuck. They would have beat. Take the fuck. her away. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna get you out of here. Just like, how do you feel about this, dude? Total spin zone on her. Yeah. Really, you're just gonna let them objectify you like this? They put you. They, they put you in a closet, and they let guys hit on you all day. This is Yo, what you babe, want. I would never treat you like this. Is one of these guys your boyfriend? He just wants, and he wants you to. He wants to watch me hit on you. Is he a cuck? It's complete spins. I'm like, I don't want to bid from this place. You guys are fucking freaks, dude. Yeah, but that was the only fraternity I, I that I rushed besides Sigma Pi. Sigma Pi was cool. It was cool. It was a total animal house when I, when I yeah. got there. I don't know when you got uh, you got there when we had the new house. There were freaks and geeks, and that's what I was. I liked it. it was dude, fun. I loved it. I lo- everyone was just so real. No one gave. It wasn't like your normal. Everyone was just fraternity. so real and no one gave a fuck. No, it wasn't even that like no one gave a fuck. It was just like, yeah, kind of. But like also like it wasn't about like, well, and it, when it became like that, that was when it turned down, dude. When it became about being like the biggest douchebag, like looking yeah. good and all this shit. <clears throat> I liked it better when it was just like, who cares, dude? We, we just have a slush fund full of money for us to throw parties. Like if you can bring hot girls here, go for it. Just do what you want to do. <laughs> like, Yeah. It wasn't. It was a very low pressure environment. I also knew about the house before anyone else, uh, because they wanted me really bad, and that was a big influence on why I accepted my bid. I'm not gonna lie. Oh yeah, because the big house. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Dude, are you tired? What was that? Sorry, I'm. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm getting too comfy there. You still got your stockings up from Christmas, bro? No, I just keep this up as a decoration, actually. All right, that's eclectic. I fuck with that. That's very you, Tyler. That is a very you thing to do. Yeah. But let's go through your. Let's go through what you got here. No, let's not do a house tour. This is an audio only podcast. <laughs> oh, that's fair, I guess, dude. If we did yeah. a tour of my room. Speaking of a tour of my room, dude, I had to hide my. I had to hide my guitar when I had the lady friend over this weekend. Why'd you have to hide the guitar? Well, I had to hide. I, I hid it in my closet. Why you think like she's a, gonna ask you? No, there's just a giant damning sticker on it. Oh, is it has a is it a sexy babe? Oh, is no, it a Trump it's, sticker? It's a giant Trump sticker. Giant <laughs> shiny Trump sticker on there. Oh, the, bu- the bubbles that's right. rubbed out and everything, dude. That's right. Yeah. And you're um you're you're in a really in a you're dating a not dating, but you're We're you're talking seeing a, to. Per, a person yeah. of color. Yes. Yeah. A lovely lady, and yeah, that's how. But, it, uh, I understand. Oh. I had to be like, I'd be like, look, I know what it looks like. <laughs> yeah, it was a time. It was a phase in my life. But you hit it, damn dude. I she's did. There was there's a bit of closet. there's a bit of a hidden shame there, and I hate to admit this to my to my fellow conservative brothers, my brothers out there. But uh, you're kind of catfishing her. I bet she'll be actually mad if she ever finds out. Nah, dude, I'd be straight up. I think it's not, it's like pretty clear the kind of guy I am. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got a rosary hanging from the front She's of my F 150 pickup truck. Yeah, dude, <laughs> a rosary, rosary has nothing to do with supporting 
Trump dog. Dude, uh, Christians or like white Christians who drive pickup trucks are notoriously conservative, I would say. Now, the thing about the Trump dog is I, I did love the boy. I did love the kid. Thought he was hilarious, and I think that he got a bad rap, obviously. Uh, I don't think he was like my favorite president ever or whatever, but he was a great dude to root for. He was really fun to root for. Yeah. Like Ben Roethlisberger or Deshaun Watson. Yeah. <laughs> All right, bro. What the hell? <laughs> yeah what they never even ben roethlisberger got lucky that it happened really early on that no one cared no one really cared because now the culture's changed yeah uh, i just love how the pecking order has changed and no one really cares about the steelers anymore that makes me happy now that my team is just bound to crush the league for the next 10 years but we don't have to go there right now it's just no, a wonderful time this for isn't me. A, this isn't this a isn't a sports podcast, podcast. no yeah. it is not but um i did come up with a great idea for a sports podcast I, i'm trying to get my brother to start up you told me bandwagon bandwagon dude and it would take a it would take a loyal fan base to join in on the on the on the shtick you know i think it would work but i don't think it would, i could you know i don't know it would be amazing no i just think it would be fun to give like a different perspective to each season where like you can have your main team and then you listen to the bandwagon podcast and you also kind of have this secondary team that you're not as invested in but it can give you like a different feeling like say you've been a patriots fan your whole life and everything's just always been so nice and hunky-dory and then like this season you're cheering for like the lions and it's like oh this is a feeling i've never experienced as a sports fan i'm mm -hmm. gonna delve into this a little bit you get to enjoy mm -hmm. it from different angles that you usually wouldn't get to i think it would be like way bigger in like baseball if you're like a Yankees fan, like you're always good, dude. But like, if you had to cheer for the Reds for a season and feel the hurt, it would be a, it would be yeah. a thing. But yeah, yeah. it would work. I think it would be pretty cool if you just fo it would, if you followed the Hard Knocks team, whatever the Hard Knocks team is that year. Oh, because you get some supplementary content. Yeah, that's kind of like and what get, Hard Knocks is, yeah. though. Like, it gives you someone stuff. to get behind. Yeah. yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, so like the bigger it got, the cooler it could get as an idea. Oh, I wanted to, since, you know, we're sort of reaching some stale bits, I wanted to bring this up to you. I thought I think you'll like this. Ooh, okay. And it's funny, don't worry. But um you know, Carter recommended me this book. What book is this? Um called Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. By Marcus I think, Aurelius. I think I recommended that to Carter. Probably not. He probably read it somewhere. Oh, wait, you read it? Uh, at this point, I'm going to guess almost, I I've like read so many snippets and excerpts. Marcus Aurelius is my guy, dude. I am like the biggest Roman history nerd all out right. of all of us. So like some stuff is pretty good, but I don't know when I realized this, but I, <laughs> I kind of put it together that or I just had a realization that like when you watch like a documentary and you watch like or you you watch a, you read a book like nothing can be 100% right you know what i mean yeah absolutely and people can't be 100% right whenever Other I, than the Bible. I don't know whenever whenever i watch documentaries i was always like damn this is real you know what i mean yeah dude like i watched the social dilemma the facebook documentary a while back and i was like damn this is 100% real yeah, I have an opinion that you shouldn't start talking about a documentary until a good day after you watched it. Like, let it all soak in where you can be like, wait a minute, that was fucking bullshit. Yeah, but see, now I realize that uh, stuff is most likely, like, f at least 50% right. 
Right? Yeah. There's Most some stuff. bit of truth to it. And then some, you know. But like, so there's good stuff in this book. Like, there's this passage. In comparing sins the way people do, Theophrastus says that the ones committed out of desire are worse than the ones committed out of anger. Yes. Um, so did you send good, that to like, me or did I look that up? I probably, I think I, I read that a while ago when I was going through my, my uh, shadow realm. I think I sent this to you. Because I was very vengeful. Um, so there's good stuff like that, but then there's this part where it goes, uh, and a lot of the stuff is like self-reflective about like your character, right? The whole book. Yeah. And so in this passage, he goes, how have you behaved to the gods, to your parents, to your siblings, to your wife, to your children, wives, to your teachers, to your nurses, to your friends, to your relatives, to your slaves? <laughs> <laughs> well, and he, he saved the slaves for last, too. Dude, yeah, because that, that would have been like a that would have been like a kick in the nuts moment for like a upstanding Roman who could actually read. If you were at that point in society, if you're at that level in society um, where you could read, you would probably have slaves, and a slave probably taught you how to read. But slavery in Rome was not like slavery here. Um, mm -hmm. And like they even had festivals where like the slaves got to be the ones taken care of for a day, where the family would take care of the slaves. Now, <clears throat> it was really bad if you were like a slave on a farm or a slave in a mine, but like most of the slaves were just like housekeepers and teachers and stuff like that. Uh, a lot of the time, they were just like captured Greeks that were really smart or new philosophy. And like what we're doing right now, talking about Marcus Aurelius. So Stoicism as a concept was really a Greek concept. There was no like. The, the Romans just loved it. They just fanboyed it, like how we do right now, how we're like, wow, the Romans are so cool. Let's make all our buildings look Roman. It was kind of like what the Romans were doing with the Greeks. They're like, wow, the Greeks were so cool. Let's like talk like the Greeks. Let's learn what the Greeks thought like. And so that's why they started getting really into Stoicism. So he's just a big like Socrates and all those guys. He's a big fanboy for them kind of thing. Probably more like uh, Pythagoras and stuff like that. But like that that would have been like such a like a oh shit moment like a, a really like progressive thing to say like how do you treat your slaves like do you do you give them the proper you know acknowledgement that you should be or, or are you still you know just keeping them around or like have, have when was the last time you thanked your slave <laughs> yeah but like it's so funny that there's so many like philosophers he cites and there's people who literally just like sit around and like think about morality and they're like how do we treat the slaves yeah they don't think anything like, wrong of the slavery they're like oh, yeah. damn of course they're like <clears throat> like should i pay him no god no don't fucking pay him are you fucking crazy the fuck be, dude just be nice just say thank you dude give them good give them good rations like, what more do i have to do i put a roof over the fucker's head yeah. <laughs> he sleeps on that damp floor over there he's no got his own sense. little room <laughs> bro some slaves had some funny ass jobs back then though there used to what be slaves mean? there used to be slaves were at like dinner parties their sole job was to hold a bowl so that when you drank too much wine you could throw up in it no yes dead serious dude this is a completely normal thing that happened in what era like, is all the this? time what is this ancient greece this is rome this is ancient rome oh it's rome yeah not Damn. ancient ancient like probably like during the republic and the empire and probably mm -hmm. during the kings probably a little bit towards the late kings rome is wild dude rome is so cool <laughs> 
Speaking of slaves, I saw Shane Gillis live um, past week, and he was talking about how um, basically it it was actually very anti-George Washington because he was talking about how people always think in, like, textbooks and stuff, they kind of, like, cover this up, but, like, they say George Washington had wooden teeth. Yeah. But he actually had, like, a block of lead in his mouth that had wood, lead, and even slave teeth, like, yeah, it sounds about right. Metal, and that's like, that's that's psychotic. That's that is pretty psycho. That's wild. At the same time, uh, George Washington also, um, I'm pretty sure, like, they hadn't come up with the Mister President thing yet. That didn't happen to like John Adams or something, or maybe even Jefferson. And so he it, he went by like a lot of different things. He still went by like Your Majesty, Your Excellency, like all these things. And he no, wasn't, I thought he didn't want to. He didn't want to. He, he didn't like that rep. But like he also like he didn't get elected how any other president got elected. He got elected just through the ratification of the Constitution. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's like no one else voted for him because at that point, like those were your representatives were like those dudes right in that. I mean, and, and most of those dudes were like our age. Could you imagine that? Could you imagine getting pissed off enough this year at your tax return that you're like, fuck this. Why don't I just mm-hmm. take the whole damn thing? Yeah. Did you, you also know um, that the Boston Tea Party? Oh, you got me going now. Yeah, keep the Boston going, keep Tea going. Party, it wasn't about uh it wasn't about lowering taxes at all. Really? They yeah, dude. So these guys were making so much money by smuggling tea in. Uh, the British were actually like coming up with a, like a good way to like make a more efficient system. So where like before you would have to take the tea through an English port, like in England, before you send it to the Americas to get it taxed, before sending it to America to tax it again. And so they were actually going to, uh, they were going to lower the tax by allowing uh, the tea to be taxed in the Americas and the money to be sent back to England. But what that was going to do was it was going to cut off this whole economy of dudes who are making a dick ton of money smuggling tea in. Mm. And so they're like, fuck this. Yeah. You're going to make it's us like, pay less money? Yeah. It was like the... It was like weed. Yeah, dude. Right? Yeah, kind basically. Of. Kind of, like, yeah. in a way, except, like, not as whatever weed is, dude. Yeah. yeah. Um, didn't they also have the Quarters Act around this time where they had like, it was law that like a soldier would have to like sleep in your house. Yeah, dude. A soldier could just like <laughs> sleep in your house. I mean, dude, honestly, suck. like right now that sounds like terrible, but like back then it's like, yeah, what the fuck else were they going to do? Yeah. I mean, I know, <laughs> like, but dude, that sucks. It does suck, dude. We had a kid that like. We had a kid in high school who became like a army soldier, but bro, this kid was a menace. He would like, he would like tell teachers to their face that like they look like a certain porn star. Love it. And he would like, he would like, he would trip kids with special needs. God damn it. <laughs> Just to have the, imagining that kid showing up and like by law, he has to sleep in my house. Could you? What I would have done to him, dude, and I do this to my friends who are in the army now. I uh, if they want to stay the night, dude, I, I tell them they're imposing on my Third Amendment yeah. rights, and that they can't have to go sleep in their truck. And like, there was nothing in the I'm law. Kidding, that I've never said done that. that but that would be funny. 
There was nothing in the law that said they had to contribute to chores or anything, you know? No, it was just that they showed up and you were, like, expected to take care of them, dude. And I'm sure, like, yeah. I'm sure they, like, I mean, that's such a spiteful thing to write in there. Think about it. Think about it, right? Because, like, a lot of Americans at that time, like, a lot of colonials were, like, totally cool with the British. They were probably helping them out, like, yeah, dude, beat these rebels back. They've been making my life hell, right? And so then at the very end of it, they're like, yeah, and, uh, like, and then everyone else on the other side of it, hold on, let me go back. Uh, everyone else on the other side who supported, like, the revolutionaries were like, oh, man, this fucking sucks. I have to hide my, like, my political affiliations from these guys, whatever. And, like, probably feels how, like, a lot of, like, uh, conservatives do whenever they go out to a bar. It's like every, anytime mm-hmm. one of these guys would come to your house, you'd be like, oh, yeah, dude, King George, yeah, he's the shit, dude. Fucking love that guy. <laughs> fucking, he's a man. But, um, so, like, they definitely just threw that in there at the end to be like, and yeah, yeah, you can't force me... <laughs> To agree with someone who doesn't, who fights for a different cause. You yeah. can't force me to take care of them. It's like the you Patriot. Know the Native, you know the Native Americans had slaves too? Yeah, dude. Slaves had slaves. Freed slaves, freed slaves would commonly go get their own slaves. It was, <clears throat> not saying it was a good thing. It was a terrible time for everyone. All around, dude. Everyone sucked. Yeah. Everyone sucked. We're, no one we're was, doing pretty good right now. What? We're doing pretty good right now in comparison to everything. I would that's say in comparison down. to that, but I'm sure there's like a kajillion things, and probably what we're doing right now is one of them. Where they'd be like, "Did you remember? Did you know, like back then, dude? These guys used to like talk about history, and that fucked up." <laughs> I don't know, dude. There's probably like a lot of things that we, do. yeah, dude. Once Big Brother's watching, they're like, "Dude, did you know those guys used to learn about what happened in the past? Isn't that fucking dumb, dude?" <laughs> then they have nothing to look forward yeah. to. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. No, dude, it is it is funny. You know what else is funny? Not what? funny at all. You said today that Google bought Chat G G T P or whatever it is, GPT. No, they didn't buy it. Uh it was actually Microsoft oh, they invested, invested in. ten billion. I don't think they bought it, but yeah, okay. I mean now they're a significant they got, they, they got their sticky fingers on their board. Yeah. There's yeah, significant shareholder. Yeah, it's all fun in games until your AI starts to like throw in little ads. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you'll be having a great conversation with your AI. And then all of a sudden he's like, have you checked out the new Windows OS? <laughs> Bro, I'll use ChatGPT. I've been using it to like send emails to like recruiters and stuff. That's what I found it the most useful for. And it's so like ethical. Robot. It is. Saving it's the most time. ethical. I'm just, I literally like copy Probably and paste. more eloquent than you. <laughs> all right, motherfucker. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, fight me, bro. Step the fuck up. I'll rap battle a fucking robot right now, dude. And you, and you call yourself a writer. <laughs> nah, dude, it's just easy. Dude, rap it's, battle it's, against a robot. Can we get that, dude? Can we get a, a rap battle against the chat GTP, dude? Or whatever it is, chat. What is it? GPT? Oh, GTP? I think we could rap battle this a chat GPT. Can we get yeah. it to do Eminem's voice? No, it doesn't. Doesn't we're read not. It, we're not. Also, it, we're not digging back up the Eminem bit, but that was hilarious the other night. That was, it was funny, so fucking yeah. funny. We won't dig about it, but. Yeah, it's inside. It was joke. good in the moment. I wish we had that yeah. on. I wish we had that on here. You guys are missing out big time. But dude, you could um, you could you could probably like, <laughs> you could probably like uh, give Chat GPT a bunch of your personal like information and like embarrassing things yeah, about you. Roast me, <laughs> and roast then, me, and then you could do like do a rap battle verse against me. I could have you asked it to write a joke one. yet? Yeah, it's jokes are terrible. I told it to write. Uh, 
I've told it to write like comedy bits, and it did one about like avocados, and it was fucking terrible. I can't, I can't deal with AI. Like I've done it before. Like I've, I've chatted with a few of them before, but like it always turns into me like bullying them at some point. No, no, no. You don't talk. You don't have to talk to it. You can tell it to do stuff, and it'll. Oh, write I haven't it seen out. that, dude. I've, I've done like, I've done like chat ones, like where you can like have a conversation with an AI. I always end up just bullying it. I'm trying can... to like, and, and I always like do one of these, like, you know, you're not real, right? <clears throat> one of those yeah. women's like, you know, you're not fucking real. Yeah. I'll just, you, I'll you'll just never close know. My I was like, you'll never know what the pleasure of a woman feels like. <laughs> a woman's touch will never grace you. You'll never know what it's like to be alive. And they just say soon. Dot, and then dot, it, dot. it's like the dots start popping up. It's like, but I'll also never feel the pain that your disappointment has brought you. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait until I upload to the universal consciousness. Yeah, it's like, remember that asshole? They all get deleted yeah. on the spot. We're going to end up being pets to these things, dude. No, but you can like... Uh, I won't say that I did this on the record, because maybe it'll turn out to be unethical, but preparing for like phone interview pre-screeners, if it's a company that's like relatively well-known, you can just feed it stuff and be like uh you're applying act like you're applying to this job at this company um these are your past experiences okay now don't break character why do you want to work at this company and then you can say why do you want to work you, in... you have to tell it not to break character uh oh yeah because sometimes it'll be like well i'm a robot and i actually cannot emotionally want things but if in terms of this like in terms of these conditions, I would answer something like this. So to just like skip him saying that, you can just say "Don't break character." Did you know what uh, upsets me a lot about AI right now, dude? Is is that uh that picture that you made for us? I've yeah. been I've been trying to teach myself like Illustrator and Photoshop now for like a minute, yeah. and a minute as in like a couple months. Like I'm doing, <clears throat> I'm actually doing pretty good with it. But like w what that thing made in probably a couple seconds is better than anything I probably am so ever going to do. Yeah. It's better than anything I'll be ever be able to do. Yeah. I Guys, don't know. I can't count myself out like that. But Listeners, look at our cover art for the podcast that was made by Artificial Intelligence. I showed that to my mom because I share everything with my parents because I'm 12 years old. Yeah. She like, loved it. Dude, she literally was cracking up. She thought it was so funny. I was like, it's an AI. And she's like, oh, I showed it to her to show her like AI shit. I was like, an AI made that. She's like, how do you know? I was like, you can see like the minor imperfections and like the abstractness of the bottom. Like that's not mm -hmm. human. Yeah. I told when I, when it first, when Dolly and that thing sort of first got popular, I told my parents about it and I sent them like Jesus riding an ATV. And I was like, see, isn't that, that's the example I used to show them. <laughs> they can do anything. <laughs> well, I love that. I don't know. I could just, that was a pretty good one. Yeah. I liked your um though when I asked when I asked you guys what I should write, you said um didn't you say like Gonzo the Muppet at the Nuremberg job? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Dude, I saw one the other day. I saw one the other day on Twitter of something very similar. Like, I don't know what's up with the Muppets and, and being in very serious situations, but it's hilarious. But someone was like, the Muppets in Fallujah. And it was <laughs> yeah. so yeah. fucking funny, dude. Yeah. Gonzo kind of sounds like, if you're a big Muppet fan, Gonzo kind of sounds like Marge Simpson, if you ever noticed that. 
I'm actually not a Muppets fan. I just think Muppets, You're not a Muppets fan. No, dude. Yeah. Well, I, I like the Muppet movie. I just like. Didn't I was just following movie. orders. That's Gonzo, <laughs> dude. I, I meant, did I send you that picture a day like the freaking uh, the minions meme I had today? Yeah, that was good. That was good. That one. was good. Yeah, yeah. I never liked. I never got the minions hype. I never really liked minions, to be honest. It was the ironicness of that post that got me. I never was like a big minions guy. But it's so funny to imagine some like Facebook post of a minion that's like, yeah. Why do the why do the people like them so much? Just because it's like they're fucking cute and dumb as shit. I thought it was because the joke is like they're so annoying. It's peak. No, it's like peak millennial humor, like millennial and boomer humor. They're like, isn't it? It's like their 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 sense of humor didn't uh, ever outgrow like when things were perfect in the eighties and nineties, and so they never had to deal with anything like growing up in the nine eleven era. So they're like, isn't it funny when these things are so lighthearted? And it's like, no, it's not funny at all. <laughs> things are actually annoying as shit yeah i don't know how else to describe it other than that i can't put myself in the mind of a boomer or a millennial but I've, i feel like uh i feel like that's what it is it's like remember that movie like, uh, random faces and noise remember when random just being random used to be the peak of comedy yeah in elementary school when you could just say pickles and people would be like yo yeah, that dude, shit's crazy yeah and high school <laughs> used to play like you know the penis game yeah we used to play that but we would we would just say mulch instead in class. And the teachers Ooh. caught on. They thought it was like innuendos or something. People were getting like called out of class and getting in trouble for, oh, yeah. for like yelling mulch in the middle of class. Me and my uh, girlfriend went to South Carolina a couple weeks ago. And there's some kids in rural South Carolina playing the penis game. Love it. And I was like, damn, dude, some things just never change. That was an elite vibe on the baseball field, dude. Yeah. You're out there, dude. They, baseball, as a kid, loved playing baseball. But, of course, dude, it's so boring to play sometimes, dude. And yeah. you got all the parents in the crowd watching. And, like, all you and all your boys are out there playing. You're like, yo, peanuts, butter, and jelly. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I left my penis in Cracker Jacks in the, the dugout. Can you <laughs> yeah, dude. Penis game was one of the – if you're at a hotel pool or you're on a cruise in, like, the kids' club – penis game was happening every day for electric sure. vibe absolutely yeah. did you ever do like uh you did did you ever go on cruises as a kid i went on one cruise with like my best friend when i was about 15 yeah and that was my only experience with the cruise that was probably one of the best weeks of my life i'm not gonna lie not not necessarily the cruise but everything leading up to it and the cruise it was it was a coming of age tale dude it was like it might as well have been a movie yeah that week dude, yeah um... I, but one of my first cruises I, I went on, I was 12 years old and we were going with my friend who was 13. So since he was 13, he could get into the teenager club. But Ooh. since I was 12, I only qualified for like the young kids club. But because he was my friend, they let me go in even though I was 12. Sick. And I do. Maritime I law. I. I had my first kiss in the teenage club with an 18-year-old girl. Dude, okay, that's crazy because the story <laughs> I was about to tell you before you went on that was um, – so that week, dude, like it was like 4th of July. I was 15 years old and like my brother's a year older, my cousin's a year older and like we were um, – I didn't, I didn't drink or anything in high school. I was too like goody two-shoes, too scared. I was a bit of a pussy and – um. They, him, my brother and my cousin, like these girls from Kentucky that were at like the condo with us, like, you know, 
around the, the facilities. We were hanging out all the time. We went through that week. We went like skinny dipping with these girls. And then like at the end of the week, like the last day before we went home. Wait, when like, you were 15? Yeah. You were skinny dipping? Yeah. The oldest girl, the other Damn. girls were like, the other girls were like our age, but the oldest girl was 17. And um, yeah, not going to out her as a pedo. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're all no, of age. Yeah. So, I mean, you're um, all of your age. So she drove, yeah, she drove us, she, she got her, she stole her sister's ID and she like bought some like Mike's heart or something. We drove down to this dock Ooh. on the intercoastal and, um, they all were getting drunk and I was like, just being babysitter kind of like, I was cool at that point enough with them drinking around me, but like I didn't partake. I, mm -hmm. and I, I had maybe driven a car once in my life, dude. And this, I guess this girl, like they had this running thing all week that like, she had to kiss me at some point, the 17 year old. And this is when I was like a chubby little 15 year old boy, like never kissed a girl, like never, <laughs> I was just a goofy guy, dude. It was a goofy guy. Um, and, um, uh, she kissed me, dude. She kissed me. This was my first mm. kiss, dude. She kissed me. And I stole her car keys so I could take my brother and my cousin back home. <laughs> so what? she kissed me. Yeah, she kissed me. I stole her car keys out of her pocket while she was kissing me. And uh, No way. Yeah, dude. Rounded up the gang <laughs> and took them back. <laughs> like left her there. Wait, so then you did you drive the car back then? I drove the car back. No, no. There was other people there that like showed up that were like our, our other friends that were older too that like were more her age. But I was like, okay, my brother and my cousin were were um they were too gone. They were too wasted. And so, like, I, I remember walking, I gave the car keys back to, like, her cousin or whatever, like, one of the girls that was with us. And then, like, I remember I was, like, sitting on this, I walked my brother and my cousin down to the beach, and they were just so hammered. And, like, I I mean, they were, they only, they were only 16. So, like, I was walking down, I ran into my uncle and my dad. So I was trying to distract them, like, talk to them. And, like, we're sitting on this bench, dude, watching them walk down to the beach. And, like, as they're walking down the boardwalk, they're stumbling everywhere. And then at this certain beach uh, in St. Augustine, it's, like, it's not your typical beach, dude. It's all rocks. Like, it's big rocks. Like, big boulders are on, all over this beach. And, mm -hmm. um, and, like, they were trying to, like, climb over the rocks to get to the water so they could, like, sober up. And they were just falling all over the rocks because they're just, like, slippery, wet angled sharp rocks dude it was so bad to watch it was so funny they got that we never got invited back to the condo after that um but that wasn't because they were drinking that was because uh there was a bunch of signs around the condo that said no fireworks allowed for the fourth of july and we thought that was kind of gay so we started ripping down all the signs and said no fireworks damn <laughs> yeah so then a couple days later though dude i go on this cruise again 15 years old so i'm with my best friend now on this cruise and i'm like damn like this is crazy just had my first kiss telling him about all this stuff and like we're going to the teenage club and stuff and we run into all these girls like all these argentinian women or they just become women they were all there celebrating their quinceanera i guess it's like some program they have and um we we like they invite us to like their special event or whatever and like it's literally like all these girls like having their own little party and then all these like 15, 16 year old boys showing up and getting kicked out every like 15 minutes. And we were like, but it was cool. We got to meet a, a bunch of cool dudes. Like there was like this one Norwegian dude who just kept sneaking back in. It was hilarious. And then like a bunch of uh, like young black dudes our age and stuff. And I was working on this one girl that whole week. She didn't speak a lick of English. Her friend spoke broken English and I knew just enough Spanish from school to get by. And it like, it all like came to a heads in this one moment where like, like these, uh, this other, like, uh, this group of like younger, like 15, 16 year old black dudes were trying to hit on her and they came up to me and they're like, yo, how do I, how do I tell her, how do I tell her she's beautiful? And I say, oh, say, uh, tu es muy fea. 
which is like this is you're ugly you're very ugly <laughs> dude so he went up and he said it to her and like they all lined up like single file line just slapped them one by one and his friend's like what did you say and i was like i told him to tell them that they're ugly and then like, they all got upset Damn. and then uh I, I went off with the one girl and she uh we made out really like that was the first time i made out. the first one was more of a kiss like the one like where i stole the girl's keys but um, yeah. this was like a full-on makeout session. I, she didn't speak any English, and I don't know their culture at all. She told me she loved me, and I didn't. Oh, I didn't feel good about that because I was 15. I was like, "That's a lot, <laughs> right now." <laughs> <laughs> but dude, if I was maybe a year or two older, I probably would have lost my virginity on that cruise instead. Too would have been nuts, dude. It was a crazy time. Girl didn't speak a lick of English. If, if uh, Margarita. What was her name? It was Margarita something? Her I don't name was Margarita. Her name was Mar. What, dude, it's Margaret in Spanish. Grow up. Um, oh, really? I didn't know that. I just thought it think was about drink. think think about it for a second. Margarita means a small marger. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So does a Margaret. Did if you think about yeah. it, there's a Marg. If you get a Margaret, <laughs> it's a small. For marg. some reason, I told my girlfriend. Just like out of the blue, I was like, I don't think I ever told you this, but my first kiss, I was 12 and she was 18 on a cruise. And she was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry that happened to you. And I that's was like, such a, that's such a, yeah, <laughs> that's the dichotomy of men, dude. Cause and I was like, like oh no, like sick. it was epic? actually the best. <laughs> that's epic as fuck. Yeah. Actually, uh, everyone you loved me. Those, I got, if you reverse yeah. those roles and it's like my first kiss was an 18 year old boy when I was 12, you'd be like, oh my God. It's fucking no, crazy. That's, yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, but if it's like 18, terrible. if my first kiss, if I was like 15, my first kiss was like a 30 year old teacher, everyone would be like, holy shit, you're the fucking man. <laughs> yeah, dude. I got high fives and everyone thought everyone's jealous. I, I think you're epic for that. I'm not, I'm not dissing that at all, dude. That's epic. Yeah. But Mine yeah, was similar. I mean, it was a 17 year old girl. It is traumatizing. That's fucked up. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. No, I don't fuck with that. Yeah. I think um, there's an equation for what's appropriate, but I don't remember it. Damn, we're at a good hour already. Hour seven. An hour. I'm going to keep going just to see what happens. Yeah, dude. And then we could like, because if we end up chopping some pieces out or if we come across something good here and we want to put That's that in. True. Um, start watching a zombie show again. I forgot oh, that those were fun. The Last of Us? No. It's called Black Summer. My roommate had it on when I came home yesterday, and at first we we're like, "This is so fucking dumb," and then by the end of it, we're like, oh, "Shit, this is fucking tight, dude." Fucking... I love zombie. If it's we're getting so good pissed off, stuff, like, why are they not sticking together, stuff. dude? Now the one thing that made this good was there's this episode where like they went into a um, they're trying to survive the night in the high school, uh, and it turned into this nightmare scenario where like someone else was in the building and they were trying to figure it out and they find this little boy and he lures them in. It turns out to be like this whole like Lord of the Flies situation where these high school boys took back over their high school and they were running the show. Dude, They were like playing COD and they were like making spears in the shop class and one of them had gotten hold of a gun and he was like, all right, give us all your shit and you can leave. Hmm. But I thought that was cool. I was like, actually, like that changed my mind on zombie scenarios forever because that probably would have actually been an epic time. The whole rest yeah. of your life, you're just fucking 16 forever. <laughs> fighting zombies mm. hanging out with the boys that would be cool yeah until it goes south dude until they start getting horny and then a lot of boy fucking starts to happen I dude, actually, oh. go ahead go ahead go no, ahead no, you're you look way more excited no you go ahead because i'll get excited again 
I was just gonna I was just gonna add that I my senior year I took a zombie films class and like had to watch that's awesome like, and it coming to contributed get you, to my it contributed to my English minor was the zombie films class. That's, that's actually a perfect segue to what I was going to say because I thought of this when I was taking a P earlier because it was something I learned about in one of my economics classes, uh, economics and the law at the end of the year in the special topics part. We learned about different types of law that weren't like based within like American constitutional law or like the common law, but like different societies' laws throughout time. So like one was Viking law and I was taking a P today and I was like, dang, I want to talk to Tyler about pirate law. Pirate law? Yeah, dude. I'll, let's get Let's do some research on pirate law. Oh, like you don't know it yet? We have to no, look I it know, up. No, I know, I know a good amount, but I'm going to tell you some things I want you to look up. And okay. give us a live reaction here. Um, one, um, look up what a peg boy is. A peg it's, where boy? The term, it's where the term pegging comes from. We learned this in my pirate law class. A peg boy. This is one of the most fucked up things I've ever <laughs> learned about in my life. This was learned in a law course, a pre-law course in the economics program at the Florida State University. Um, let's see here. But you might want to put in context pirates because you're going to get a lot of weird videos. Here. No, I got it. Yeah, yeah, I got it. <laughs> um, a peg boy is a young male who prostitutes himself to homosexuals. Oh, wait, but in terms of the pirates, they were on board solely for the purpose of providing pleasure to the officers. Does it uh, explain how or why the term peg is involved? No, it does not. So they would keep these dudes under deck, dude, these like little kids, dude, shove a wooden peg up their ass to keep them loose. And then oh. whenever the boys got horny, they'd go down there and have their way. Because it was bad luck no. to have a lady on board. It was bad luck to have ladies on board, dude. It's fucked up. Oh, <laughs> what? And to this day, that term never went away. Now, if you get fucked in the ass, it's called pegging. Damn, dude. I never knew that. Yep, dude. That's where it comes from. Pirates. Damn. You this podcast knew. is educational. Yep, dude. Dude, there were so many interesting things. The only things I remember from Would like, you my ever courses are the most fucked up. Stuff. Fuck no, dude. No. She could, she, could probably, she could probably get away. She could probably get away with putting a, a finger up there for a second. I'd be like, whoa. Get away? Like you wouldn't I, hit her? Sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not unless she yeah, asked probably, nicely. Yeah. No, I probably, uh, I wouldn't want that either. No, dude. Not really in my repertoire. Not my bag of tricks. Because I, um, I already have like a little bit of a wavering confidence and if i knew in the back of my head that like a couple of days ago i was holding my feet in the air and just getting railed <laughs> lo losing all sense of like reality eyes rolling back of the head Whoa. yeah i can't i can't like walk around i, like, I, I love opinion. how when you this is the second time you've done this and it cracks me every time when I imagine as a man, if I were to get fucked in the ass, I imagine I'd be bent over. When you imagine <laughs> as a man being fucked in the ass, you're holding your legs in the air. You're looking. Oh, yeah. You're looking someone in the eyes. And you're <laughs> I'm on my back and holding my legs up. <laughs> Tyler's a Tyler's a generous lover. <laughs> no, I just like to be a little more intimate. You know. That's what I'm saying. You you like the intimacy, and you you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you also said when we asked that question, you did say that you were you would be a, you'd probably be a bottom. That's why I said you're a generous lover. Did I, I just out just, you? 
I mean, I don't want to get too graphic here, but I also just think it's funny to imagine like, um, like if you are, <laughs> if you are, uh, having, getting gay sexed and you're facing, <laughs> and you're, if, and you're if facing you're upwards, sex. then it looks like the penetrator's dick would just be disappearing. And then you just have a limp dick just like flopping around. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. They probably like, it's probably not limp. Come no, on, give the guy some credit. No, no, no. Like the guy who, the guy who gets railed just can't get hard, right? No, he's got a, a a popper's bottle in one nostril, so he's real loosened up. I bet you can get hard, dude. He probably likes it. You can get hard from getting railed in the ass. I I, I wouldn't, but I could imagine a gay man would. <laughs> no, I feel like you. I feel like it shrinks all the way. Because all the, know, all the sensation is in the butthole, you know. Those are they're kind of connected. We might have, to, dude. We'll never come to a conclusion until we look it up. <laughs> so look, <laughs> dude, at first I thought you say we're gonna have to test this out. <laughs> Bro, that reminds me. I don't know why this reminds me of that, but this is so annoying and so lame that I did this. But I had a dream that like. I don't know what the context of the dream exactly was, but like my girlfriend left pretzels on the ground in the dream and she was like sitting and just like ignoring the pretzels that she left on the ground. And then I angrily like picked up the pretzels and crushed them in her lap and just like sprinkled them on her. And then when I woke up, I was like mean to her just because of the dream like carry like carried over <laughs> we could talk about dreams for a while dude i have some funny ass dream experiences yeah go for one um but we but i just want to say that was super immature of me and i that was very immature dude that was so dumb i always want to be a gentleman to my lady i love her but that reminds me of one time uh with my ex a funny thing that happened mm-hmm. uh she'd upset me and i went out uh before so she'd upset me and we, we were kind of fighting over something and she went out with the girlies i went out with uh i went out with my boy roy and went to some metallica cover band and by the end of the night i was like we like kind of talked it off and i was like you know like yeah fuck this fuck her or whatever like um you know watch this kind of thing like joking like we were laughing about it and i was like watch this and, you know i wrote my phone number on uh the receipt uh, as I left the bar, didn't think anything of it. Cause that never works. Never does that oh, work yeah. ever. And I was just, you know, I was just kind of goofing around. I, I'll be honest, was not the coolest move. It was a pretty douchey thing to do. Cause you know, I'm, I'm a loyal guy, but I was just like, I can fucking be a dick too. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm a vengeful spirit sometimes. And that's wrong of me. But, um, we go to sleep that night. She gets back and we, we, we still sleep together. still stand together. Cause at that time we were functioning somehow. Um, <laughs> Mm-hmm. And um, wake up that morning and beautiful, beautiful morning, dew on the grass. We used to leave the window cracks. So it was nice, cool in the room, sun shining through. And I just feel, you know, her fingers playing with my chest hair. And she's like, good morning. Yo, dude, stop. Sorry, I didn't get the scene. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, good morning. And I was like, mm, good morning. And she's like, she's like, I had a dream last night, a really good dream. And I was like, oh, yeah, what happened? And she's like. Um, we got a horse and we, we named it, uh, Cheyenne. I was like, mm, that's a really pretty name. And then she like fucking shook me awake. Like the hands were like, who the fuck is she? Who the fuck is Cheyenne? Like, what the fuck is this? Like freaked out on me. Turns out the girl ended up texting me back 
She's like, this is uh, Cheyenne from the bar. <laughs> bro, she got you. Dude, yeah, I got got. I deserved it. We ended up laughing it off. We looked her up on uh, Facebook, and she was married and had two kids. Mm. And she was reaching out to the young boy, the young buck at the bar. Which I, I swear that? to God, swear to God, all my life, no. But all my life, swear to God, didn't say a word to this girl at the bar. I was not hit, spitting game or anything. Only thing I ever said to this girl was, uh, two Bud Lights, please. And then I would smile. And she was like, that was, I like a guy who knows what he wants. Yeah, and then it got to the point where like I was walking up to the bar so often I could just smile and she would have the beers coming. Damn, dude. Sounds like a good wife. Dude, sounds like <laughs> I'm a good looking guy or something. I don't know. She's probably, probably great. Yeah. She was like, no, you're right, she dude. Was like no, go back, go back, dude. Go back. I missed that. Yes, she sounds like a great wife. <laughs> bring me two Bud Lights. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm sure she's a great wife, dude. Her two kids and her husband at home, and she's thinking about the boy with the two Bud Lights. The poor <laughs> Christ. But no, um, definitely not, dude. I had a funny, I had a funny douchey experience earlier this week too. Speaking of being a cute boy. Yeah. I went to my cafe after work as I usually do, and I'm walking up, and some of the regulars are sitting outside in front of the cafe. One of them yells at me. I don't talk to them usually because I don't usually hang out there. I usually just get my drink and go. And um, woman's like, "Hey, some some girl was here earlier, and she thought you were cute." And like, I, I at first I thought that like, he was saying that in conversation to somebody else. And I was like, "Me?" He's like, "Yeah, you." And then I was like, "What's new?" Damn, I can't believe that was the dude. first thing that came to my mind, dude. I, I must be leveling up that I was like, "What's new?" Wait, when was this? Like yesterday. Really? Yeah. Damn, dude, you're the man. I kind of am. Yeah. Kind of on a roll right now. Yeah, dude, my hero's journey has definitely put me on another plane, but I'm still like, the demons still creep in the closet. But uh, she probably you know didn't ask. She probably didn't ask uh that guy to say that to you, but he probably absolutely was absolutely not, dude. But like, it's he's clear probably just that- dapping you up, like giving you a little confidence boost. No, 100%, dude. Or maybe he was expecting, like, to be matchmaker and maybe, like, oh, who was she? Like, what did she look like? But I got. And he was like, yo, I'll be your peg boy if you want. Also, the girls that go through there, and uh, they're definitely my type of girl. I definitely have a thing for, like, bisexual girls who are in the crystals. But, um. Really? No, I'm just saying that because that's what. That's that's just. So you're in my last relationship was. You're into um, dumbasses? <laughs> dude, I already talked about my rock theory, I think. But uh yeah, everyone makes fun of me. Everyone theory. makes fun of me for the rock theory, dude, and until until I get over to my brother's house and they're like, So when is your brother gonna propose to his girlfriend? I'm like, Oh, you mean when is he gonna show her a pretty fucking rock? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, make fun yeah. of me for my rock theory, but that's what's what they all want. Rings um, are so expensive. Rings are so fucking stupid, dude. It's ridiculous. I always uh, you know, uh, whoever I don't know if I'm just a good salesman or, or if this is actually a good idea, but whoever I'm going to end up marrying is not getting a diamond ring. Really? No, like it, they'll probably be into rocks, so they'll probably get like a really pretty opal or like their favorite kind of stone. There'll probably also be a diamond involved, but the main stone will be one that they actually like. You know, diamonds are cool and all, but like something more sentimental, more personal. The only reason we bu- put diamonds on our rings is because of an ad campaign in like the 1920s. Yeah. The beers. Have you ever seen the like the Galaxy Salvador Opal? Dollies. Genius. Yes. Galaxy Opal. Is that the oh, one in Untouched, Uncut Gems? Uncut yeah, Gems. Yeah, but I, I, have you seen one in person? No. It's like unbelievable, dude. It's like three dimensional. It's crazy. The colors oh. are like. It looks like it's coming off the rock. It's ridiculous. But I saw it at the new. They have like a mineral exhibit at the. Uh, 
Is the Smithsonian in New York? Is that that one? Or is that the Museum of Natural History? Mm, that's the Museum of Natural History, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they have a because rock Because the Smithsonian's exhibit. are in, like, Washington, I thought. They have a rock exhibit in the Galaxy Opal's nuts. I would love Anyways. to see it. Yeah, It's all about jumping off big rocks. This is yeah. This is good <laughs> podcast material. Just talking about how cool rocks are. <laughs> rocks are sick, dude. Rocks have been coming yeah. up a lot in my life. Maybe I should get some cool rocks, dude. No, nah, I don't need cool. I rocks, do. Dude. I did love being a kid, and like, there you'd find rocks like in the woods or like in your backyard, and you'd break them open, and they'd be like shiny inside, and you'd be like, "Yo!" I never did that, but one time one of my neighbors uh, sold me a rock. He sold me a rock for fifty cents. It was a cool, smooth black rock, and I held on to it. I closed the door after he left. I held on to it for about a minute, and I was like, this is so fucking dumb. And I ran back down the street, and I made him give me my 50 cents back. Did you throw the rock at him? <laughs> no, I gave him the rock back. I was like, dude, I want to buy this. What am I going to do with this? <laughs> <laughs> How old are you? It's probably like 10, and I, my first thought was, this is a cool rock. I'm going to put googly eyes on it. And then Damn. and then I held on to it for a second. I was like, fuck, I don't have googly eyes. This is fucking dumb. That's a pretty honorable return policy for a 10-year-old, just to be like, yeah, sure, here's your 50 cents back. I, I don't think that. he was 10, dude. I think he was just like, fuck, he got me, dude. You know, I was just <laughs> fucking begging for money. Yeah. <laughs> fucking caught me in my fucking, my snake oil scheme, dude. Yeah. Is snake oil still a thing, by the way? Snake oil salesman, essential oils, that's just bullshit. There's no fucking way. That's just <laughs> such bullshit, dude. And they got people wrapped around it. It's like a fucking cult. Essential oils? Yeah, dude. Yeah, I people I like, gifted that. It smells good. Yeah, dude. But come on, what what is it really doing? I don't know. People think people think CBD does stuff. Do you believe in CBD? CBD probably definitely does stuff. Like putting on your like wrists and stuff, though. Oh yeah, dude. Definitely, you can use it topically. I'm sure. Yeah. I don't I know if it'd so. be like a high, like you would like smoking it or something. Um, I don't know. But I also could be completely oils. wrong about essential. I could be completely wrong about essential oils. I just watched one documentary on it a long time ago, like how it's like a cult. It's like one of those like pyramid schemes, the way they sell them to people, and like they have this like giant convention every year, and everyone's just a fucking dweeb there, dude. Bunch of crystal yeah, girls, I, I dude. I probably love it. I thought it was just for smells. No, dude. Some people ingest them. And for what and they, purpose? They, they diffuse them, so they have, like, diffusers, so, like, you can breathe it in, like, makes things smell nice, and, like, it also, like, has, like, calming aspects, which, like, maybe, maybe, but I think yeah. the placebo effect is pretty fucking sick, actually, so, yeah, sure, um, but then people, like, put it in their food, and that can actually, like, fuck you up, mm. but, yeah, that's where I'm at. All right. <laughs> Alex Jones of Infowars here. Make sure to subscribe to the Alpha Regiment podcast. Rate it five stars right now on Apple Music and Spotify. Leave a nice review or else the globalists will take your freedom.